Justice Thomas has our opinion in two cases this morning. Uh, the first case I have is Franchise Tax Board of California versus Hyatt, number 171299. This case comes to us for the third time on a writ of certiorari to the Supreme Court of Nevada. Respondent Hyatt sued petitioner Franchise Tax Board of California in Nevada State Court for alleged torts committed during a tax audit. After a Nevada jury found for Hyatt, and following several rounds of appeals, including, as I alluded to, two earlier trips to this court, the Nevada Supreme Court ordered the trial court to enter damages in accord with Nevada's law on tort liability for state agencies. The board sought certiorari, contending that the Constitution does not permit a state to be sued by a private party without its consent in the courts of a different state. In an opinion filed with the clerk today, we agree and overrule our decision to the contrary in Nevada v. Hall. Hall held that the Constitution does not bar private suits against a state in the courts of another state. It reasoned that the framers believed that comedy would provide adequate protections against the attempts of one state to assert jurisdiction over another. But Hall misreads the historical record and misapprehends our constitutional structure. At the time of the founding, it was well settled that states were immune from suit, both under the common law and under the law of nations. The states retained their, retained these aspects of sovereignty except to the extent they were altered by the Constitution. Article 3, for example, abrogated certain aspects of the state's traditional immunity by providing a neutral federal forum in which states agreed to be amenable to suits brought by other states and to suits brought against them by the United States. But the Constitution does not allow suits against states that were, quote, anomalous and unheard of when the Constitution was adopted. When this Court erroneously held in Chisholm versus Georgia that Article III extended the federal judicial power over controversies between a state and citizens of another state, Congress and the states acted swiftly to draft and ratify the 11th Amendment. The natural inference from the amendment's speedy adoption is that the Constitution was understood to preserve the state's traditional immunity from private suits. This view of the state's sovereign immunity accords with the contemporaneous understanding of the Constitution by some of the leading, its leading advocates, including Hamilton, Madison, and Marshall. Hyatt argues that the interstate commerce, interstate's sovereign immunity exists only as a matter of comedy and can be disregarded by the forum state. But the Constitution affirmatively altered the relationship between the states so that they no longer relate to each other as true sovereigns or foreign sovereigns. Numerous provisions reflect this reality. Article I divests the states of the traditional diplomatic and military tools that foreign sovereigns possess. And Article IV 
imposes duties on states not required by international law. Hyatt's argument is the type of ahistorical literalism this Court has rejected when interpreting the scope of the state's sovereign immunity since the discredited decision in Chisholm. Moreover, this argument proves too much. Many constitutional doctrines not spelled out in the Constitution are nevertheless implicit in the structure and supported by historical practice, including, interestingly, judicial review. Finally, stare decisis is not an inexorable command, and it is at its weakest when interpreting the Constitution. Hall is demonstrably incorrect and has become an outlier in our state sovereign immunity jurisprudence. As for reliance interests, a party's case-specific costs, such as litigation expenses, are not sufficient to persuade us to adhere to an incorrect resolution of an important constitutional question. For these reasons and others set forth in our opinion, we reverse the judgment of the Supreme Court in Nevada. Justice Breyer has filed a dissenting opinion in which Justices Ginsburg, Sotomayor, and Kagan join. 